I shouldn't be because he's not giving us any anyway. Right, listen. Don't mind the ref. It's the wind that's killing us. And we have the wind in the second half. Right? There's absolutely no reason why. You know what's in it? Three goals. Nothing. There's no reason why we can't get three goals in the second half. It's 25 minutes to do it. Look at the breeze. Look at it. Look at it. It's killing us, right? We're in the, in the, it is. So don't mind them. Hold on, hold on. Shh. Relax the head. What? He's fine. Now look at And come here. I don't want to hear anybody giving out to anybody. It's my job. Shh. That's my job. Right? Now look at I shouldn't even be doing it. I know it sounds silly, it's only primary school girls, it's only, you know, it's only a coming to one school cup. Sure, um, you know, what's the big deal? But I, there is a sort of a, a pride element to goals of seeing their kids play for the school and, and win. Uh, you know, and especially in something so new as girls' football. Up that half of the pitch, right? Because the wind is so strong. Once we get a score in the second half, we're going to be flying. And I'm convinced we're going to win this game. Absolutely convinced. I know it. All right? Yeah. But give it a good try. And I know with the wind at our backs, we're going to do it. Mom. You hear me? Yeah! You hear me? Yeah! Where are we from? Yeah! Yeah! teacher in St. Lawrence of Tools since March 2000. I didn't expect to be here uh, after five years but I'm still here now and I was recently elected in June as a local councillor for the area. good few years now it was it would have been May of 2000 about two or three months after I arrived that uh, I got the crazy idea of having a Gaelic football team and it, uh, since then we've had incredible success the children have really enjoyed it and we've been in three finals in the last three years and this Wednesday we're in another semi-final but uh, it's been an incredible situation where we started off but just hoping that the children would be uh, exposed to something different, exposed to a different game, maybe uh, get some exercise along the way. But it's just taken, it's taken a life of its own. It, it's become almost a phenomenon within the school. The whole ethos of the team, the culture of the team, the, the fact that the children go out and, and follow them and are interested in, in the results when they're not playing, the kids' sense of, team ethic that they've they've gotten from playing together 
um, the cold culture around being proud of their from, where they're from, of their area, of their families, the link with the school and the uh, and the parents and the local clubs in the area. Uh, all that has just been a force for good and for communication within different groups, from parents to teachers to to you know other community-based uh, um, projects in the area. When you're in a school like this and you have limited resources and there's challenges outside the door and things you're not happy with and um, things can be difficult at times, um, it's just such a release and such an escape to be on a football pitch and to cheer on children uh, playing Gaelic. And uh, we've had wonderful success, we've had wonderful days, we've had wonderful memories. And it's, uh, if I've done nothing else and if we've done nothing else in this, in this school, um, we have given them a sense of, of belief in themselves, which is, uh, which is by far the most important thing we can ever give them. But it certainly is a, it's, it's an uphill struggle, but they enjoy it and I enjoy it and it's something we enjoy together. This is an urban area. This is inner city Dublin. And it's not a new phenomenon that we haven't had grass. Um, we don't have grass because we're, you know, we're in town. We're in the slap bang in the middle of town here. And it's, it's, you know, we don't have big rolling fields and, and pitches to play on. We have to go to the outskirts. And, uh, I mean, Fairview Park would be, it's not a million miles away, in fairness. Uh, it would be the nearest bunch of... Uh, pitches that we'd have to the school but uh, Crow Park I think is, is physically possibly physically the closest pitch to us um, so it's a bit of an it's, it's a concrete jungle there yeah absolutely and um, you know we have we have difficulties here that other schools don't have we've never trained on grass we've never used uh, never trained with football boots the only time they actually use football boots and, and, and use grass is when they're actually playing a match but that's that's the way this area is. That's the way the inner city is. That's the way working class areas are. Well, the third class thing is the noise. Right, Monica. See you Wednesday. All right. Wednesday, Wednesday. Right, Monica. Yeah, go on. Okay, bye 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 bye.
We have a semi-final on Wednesday against Skonjason in Common One School uh, competition. And the prize for that is a trip to Crow Park to play in the final, which is almost uh, too scary to think about, that we might lose out on that. But, um, yeah, it would be a wonderful achievement to get to a fourth final in a row, but that's what's happening on Wednesday in Fairview Park, so we'll see how that works out. My name is Peter Watson. Um, I'm a parent of three girls who attend um, St. Lance and Tools Girls School. Um, one of them has played in the, for the school team and of two girls, and she's gone on to secondary school and of two girls to left the school. When Aeon came to the school, I think he, he decided that maybe there was a, an opportunity there to get a, a, a Gaelic football team. And... Uh, he went through the process of putting it together and bringing them out and training them. I don't think at the time anybody, including him, would have expected the success that he had, you know. But um, I think for the reasons that um, it's good for them in terms of getting them involved in school work, it's outside the school and it's give, build, be, to being part of a team. I think maybe that's why <clears throat> any of the schools do in terms of a, a football team, that they feel part of a team, that they feel that, you know, there's a place for them. I know uh, Stacey, my eldest now, she's, she enjoyed it usually, even though they got beaten in the final last year now. Even like that, and the kids were very disappointed in losing. And I think they were more disappointed in letting the school down and letting the teachers down than they were about losing themselves, you know. And that sort of pride in the school, I don't think was really there before the the the, the football was there for them, you know. Jolly Watch is my name. Um, treasurer of Sheriff Youth Club. Uh, we've been involved now with the schools providing transport for them to bring the girls' team out to the Gaelic matches since they started. Um, and Aon is very involved with uh, the Gaelic soccer in the area and he's also involved with the club as well. The, the Sheriff Street area has always been known for uh, soccer players, you know, mostly. And Probably secondly, with Gaelic players, but probably the most famous is, is Paddy Cullen, who who uh, played for Conor Boyce. He played a bit of soccer, you know, with McNaughton's and goal, but he never. That was the only thing. But uh, he's he went on to to win all Ireland medals and All Star awards, and so he's probably the best known Gaelic footballer around here, you know. I know Tools as well had had a. 
a lot of the lads would have played for O'Toole's, but they have since moved out of the area. Uh, they're now located out Kulak area. But, uh, you know, there's always been a tradition down here, you know, sporting tradition anyway. I remember I brought them back from one of the matches where they qualified to play in Crow Park in the final. They had one out in uh, Bushy Park. And I came down Dame Street and Aon had a tape playing and I stopped at the lights there at College Green. And there was a load of foreign uh, tourists walking by and the girls were screaming, singing the, the, the catch-up song, I think it was. And the people were just stood there looking, they were amazed. <laughs> But it's great. They, they they really enjoy themselves, and uh, you know, and especially when they win, uh, coming back to the crackers ninety, you know, brilliant. I don't ever remember there being a, a, a male teacher in the girls' school, you know. But when he came along, he, he recognised, I think, that there was, there was something missing there for the girls in regard to sporting activities. So, so he, he took her on board and, and he'd done something about it, you know. So, you know, it's, it's brilliant now to see that the, the achievement he's, he's made and the effort he's put in is, is absolutely brilliant, you know. And, I mean, he, you know, he, he's a very, very, you know quiet enough lads you know he doesn't really look for praise or anything, but, but he you know he's done a great job he's done a brilliant job in the inner city you know it's a hard enough old place to to get out and done you know especially you know you see the place it's been neglected over the years but uh but he's done well you know he's he's he's, he's put 100 percent into it and and that's how they've got success as well as the girls they put 100 percent into it as well you know Tiki thinks he's in uh, Celtic Park. You know, I know he doesn't look like Martin on but now it's brilliant the way he, he, he's told the kids that they should be proud. They should be proud to come from Sheriff Street, you know, and, and you can see it in the kids that uh, you know they don't mind, you know, representing Sheriff Street because they're born there and they're proud to live here. I know we have problems, but but the kids are actually, you know, they don't mind telling people where they're from. You know, they're proud to play for Sheriff Street. Where do we stand on the kick-out? You have to stand. I don't want to be screaming and shouting the girls that just stand in front, stand in front, stand in front. At their kick-out or our kick-out, you stand in front, OK? Yeah. If the ball is coming towards you, you're going to let it hop. No! Don't let it bounce because it will bounce right over your head. Now look at Michaela is in, in goal, right? Go girl, Michaela. You have the, the forward, the back, you know who you are. You have Amy, Fiona, and me. Uh, Jasmine and Chelsea, all right? Now Chelsea and, and Fiona, I want you, if you get the chance, don't hold on to it too long. Hit it up the pitch, all right? Now, Sinead and Kira have the most horrible job in the world because they're new failures and they have to do absolutely everything. And I'm going to be shooting the roar at them. But they're going to have to dig in deep days to take girls, right? And work really hard, okay? I've switched things today. I have Tracy up front, all right? I have Tracy. You know who else is up there? Kirsty. I have uh, 
uh, Emma and I have Nikita, all right? You're going to have to work hard, so I know you can do it, all right? I have a few questions for you, all right? Remember, remember where you're from, remember how proud you are where you're from, all right? Yeah. Listen, Emma. You want to start back with me? Where are we from? Senior Guild School and uh, and um, um, it's great fun and it's my favourite um, it's my favourite sport and I play for another team for the store as well. I play for under fourteens as well and I play for uh, under tens and I'm the captain of the team and I got Player of the Year last year for uh, for never. For never missing them, um, never missing the match, and, and that's why I got player of the year. We went to uh, Waterworld, and we, I played football for Sheriff as well. Um, uh, I like I like um, soccer, and uh, that's my two hobbies. Um, Have you ever played games before? Yeah, I am. Um, I was in the school, and Miss Nagle gave out notes for. Being in the lack in college, because we were training us at that time, and two Dublin managers came down and trained us. And then when I got used to playing Gaelic, I, I got picked for a, a team, and I was under ten. And then uh, next year, next year I'm going to be playing for Dublin. They're naturally fearless when it comes to the ball. They're just, they pick things up so quickly. If you do a dance with them or do any lesson with them, they don't actually realise how quickly they pick things up. And, you know, 
when it comes to I remember the first training session it was me and two footballs and 45 kids at the end of the session they had the solo they had the bounce they had most of the rules it was it just was so simple to most of them you know and then you just have to let them loose in the pitch I don't really talk about tactics or very much I have three simple rules uh, don't let the ball bounce stand in front of your player to kick out and um, and enjoy yourself I think is the other one you know it's very simple things oh you get you know on your first chance your best chance just get rid of it as soon as you can but I mean I don't go into mad runs or tactics or anything against stuff I just sort of let them loose and and their raw, raw ability at this level it's easier because it's juvenile so it's school so it's not very sophisticated you know but uh, no the natu- just natural ability and if you just instill them or try to instill them with some sense of purchase or purpose I should say that they're playing for their school but they're also playing for their families and for their community for their area well then you know there's no stopping them then you know often it's difficult for fathers to have relationships with daughters you know it's usually the mother-daughter relationship I think when the kids are playing football now it's kind of brought me closer to my girls because um, just a common interest there, you know, and it means that we we have a lot more to talk about. Um, we we, can, we have a shared interest, you know, and even though Gaelic games isn't my favourite sport, let's say, but uh, I still have an interest in it. I watch it on TV, and I often go to to some, well, I go to some of the games, and I think that you know, we're all playing football, or playing sport. It's a great. From that level too, it's a great um, way for me and her to communicate to, talk to each other. And it's a, it's a common interest, you know. And you can only touch it down. Ball, yeah. Go. This happened once. We were uh, actually out having a, a few pints one night at the weekend, and. Um, over in the soccer club and uh, one of the dads I won't mention his name but he knows who he is uh, explained that his, well Nadine was, was a girl and uh, she played the back in Crow Park and his own father had actually worked uh, parking the cars in Crow Park and he said he never thought he'd see his own daughter playing in, uh, in Crow Park and Nadine went home that day she won the match and he asked her like you know how to go did you enjoy it and she said well I felt sorry for my marker that she didn't win, you know, because uh, they got to know each other during the course of the game. So he said to me that, you know, he felt very proud of her that she was able to feel sorry for the girl that she was marking and that he was so proud of her having played in Crow Park and she was on Tay that evening on the news, the 6 o'clock news covered the the game and that, just a little bit of it. And he said that when she'd gone to bed, he took her to, took to the sleeper, all that kind of stuff, and he went to her sports bag and took out her boots and he scraped the muck of Crow Park off the boots and he kept it in a little plastic envelope and he still has it. this final here right this one here in Parnell Park and it was half time and we're two points down and they just weren't enjoying themselves at all and I remember saying to them that over in the stand 
that their grannies are there, their mas are there, and they'd all gone to this school. And that resonates with them because their mas did go to this school and their grannies went to this school. And in some cases, their great-grannies went to this school. I mean, our captain from 2002 had three or four generations before her had gone to this school. So there's a family connection there. It's not, you're not just playing for your school, you're playing for your family's school that your family have always gone to. So, um, you know, when, you, when the parents go out to see their daughter play, isn't there, they're, it's more than just seeing the daughter play for a school, it's for the school that they went to as well. And a lot of the time, the, the teacher that they had is still there. So I remember that really got them going. And I told them to do it for their families or whatever. I know it's a cliche and that, but it seemed to work. They really, it, it clued them in, into why they do it, because it's, it's, it's not just about the schools, but where they're from and who they are and, and their area and their community and being proud of it. And, putting that extra effort in, you know, and uh, and they really respond to that. And it's it's an easy it's it's an easy way to get them going, you know. They just they they love that sense of unity and, and pride and uh, and purpose and it seems to work out. My name is Teresa Kavner and I live on Oriel Street and my daughter Roslyn played on Junda 12's team. I went to St. Lawrence O'Toole School and there was no sports at all. There was no PE, there was nothing like that. It was just a school walk, a lessons and knitting. We used to do knitting, used to do a bit of drama and singing and stuff, but there was no sports whatsoever. The kids are telling you how to rest the match. Don't you chill the ball for the kids, Mary. It's terrible, right? He is. Put all of us shutting up now. Terrible. I'm Patrick O'Reilly. I'm 19 O'Reilly's father. She now plays for Dublin under 14s, which they won the All Ireland and the Nelson Championships. I tell you, it's a funny story. We were playing in the, when the team started in school, so I thought it was very, very funny. After one of the matches, most of the girls would speak Irish. In the school, and that's most some of them down there can't speak over you know what I mean? So, we were playing anyway, and I think they beat the school down on many goals. Oh, it's a lot, I mean, amount of points they beat them with goals, and we But the funny thing after the match, a few of the girls off the other school said to them, said to two or three of them, God, these are very, very common, you know, and they really did. And he went, oh, What do you mean? I'm very, very, I'm very, very common. And one of them turned around and said, Yeah, but we're good. Right, okay. Again, look at. I didn't expect to be here, but we're here because you're brilliant. All right? Because you're brilliant. You went there last week and you beat one of the best teams in Dublin. Beaten by a point. And you were brilliant. All right? There was 24 teams that entered this competition in September. All right? There's only four left. The says, no fighting, no scrapping behind his back. And if he hears any bad language, I'm There you go. So you heard that from the ref. Now... Yeah. Before, so before I start talking about you, right? Last day, there was a bit of yapping at the ref. 
there's no point because he just get annoyed and he's not going he's not going to give us any frees all right so there's no point because forget about it and move on if they get a free don't argue with it stand it in front of the guard who's going to take the free that's more important all right because he's not going to change his mind my father i'm the lsl l 15 was right and my father is absolutely mad about gaelic mad none of us are the rest of us are all soccer mad so i play soccer we all did but for me to see me, my daughter play there, the day I went to Crown Park, I was lashing lane. And I actually got there 10 minutes late. But I stood there and looked her down, down on the pitch. It's a great achievement, great feeling. You know what I mean? It's a great feeling because you say to yourself, you know what I mean? She's great. I felt great for my dad because my dad's seen her playing Arnell Park and seeing it. And you know what I mean? For him, to, for me to see him be so happy for Arnell. So it's great that that was, you know, it's a great feeling for him. But I, I keep going back and I'll keep saying it. Only for the skill and... and the teachers in that school. They all, this area owes them, owes them a big time gratitude, gratitude you know? Push them to the side. Push them to the side. Now that's the one thing. I want to talk to the four, the four guards at the back. Push them to the side is easy, the most important thing about today. They are good at running at us. They're going to run at us, they're going to be so running and hopping, so and hopping. You don't have to dive in and get the ball. Push them to the side. Make it hard for them. And if they make a mistake, then you get the ball and you're flying. Don't start diving in like a hero and then she goes past you and you know it's where you're in trouble yeah. okay yeah Kira and Sinead are going to expect a big game from today it's a big pitch girls it's a windy day so you're going to have to try really 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 hard today all right now I know how much you want this I know how much you want this and I want it too all right but look at there's 24 teams started this competition there's only four left and we're one of them right which means that we're today she got a presentation and got a medals these was unbelievable for me you know they're great because uh to sit there and you know, and she doesn't realize she just walks up, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to get a photograph of her with the all the cup and the next and she had to cup. You know what I mean? I would love to see her, I'd be honest, I said it. I would love to see her getting a photograph of the teachers and Miss Arena and with them cups. Because as I said to them before, a lot of that was down there. Girls, just come here a second. Remember, you have a match on Wednesday in Fairview at 3 o'clock. And we want to see your parents or your or your grandparents or whoever's at home. Well, right, okay? On Wednesday, yeah. Okay? The more the more the more to turn up for a chance. More Mario. More Mario. Alright? And your dogs. Well done, well done, well done, well done. Right, mom. Who owns this?
Anybody who teaches an area like this, uh, inner city area, they, the first thing you realise is the kids have very little self-esteem. They they feel they don't feel very positive about themselves. They they talk through their hands. They say I can't a lot. They every time they do something they pull up and say is that all right? Is that all right? They and they have this horrible word to describe themselves, which is common. And they tell you that they're they're common and they speak common and that there was one occasion we were going to France and. Uh, we had them all drilled before we went out to visit the other school, the French school, and one kid turned to me and she said, sir, they're going to see we're as common as muck. And, you know, they... they and there's reasons behind that. I mean, they never see anybody or hear anybody who speaks like them on the radio unless they're supposed to be, I don't know, stupid or, or, or a thief or a criminal. They, every time they go outside their own area, I feel they don't feel as comfortable as they, as they do down here. And you have generations, I suppose, of people who've who've from the from the wider community of Dublin, I suppose, have made being feel inferior. They're made feel inferior for whatever reason. And they feel inferior. They're feeling not good enough. And when you have generation after generation after generation of that, of people who've been in difficult circumstances, you've had uh drugs, you've had unemployment, you've had uh um and bad housing policy and then you have the way that the wider society views these children that um, you forget I mean people forget I mean I'm from Malahide and I know exactly what people from Malahide are about people from areas like Sheriff Street and it's not very positive um, and you forget that these are 8, 9, 10 year old kids and in our school it's girls and they have so many talents there's so many, so many, so, so much ability. They're so friendly. They're so witty. Um, in terms of drama, in terms of music, in terms of sport, they just are incredible. And I've never seen any children like them. But they don't believe it. They don't believe in themselves. They have a very low self-esteem, and they will shy away from. They won't stick it. They find it difficult to stick at things. And 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 if it's it's almost like pushing an elephant up up a hill. Sometimes it's like trying to convince them that they can, that they can, they can. I have the words, the words I can't banned from my classroom because it's the first thing that comes into their mind when they open the book and they say, right, we're going to do these now, and it's almost like I can't. So football is a way of proving them that they have, they have ability and they can, they can achieve, they can, you know, it's about raising their self-esteem. It's about proving them that they, that they are as good as anybody else. Once we get a score in the second half, we're going to be flying. And I'm convinced we're going to win this game. Absolutely convinced. I know it. Because I know... Hold on. No, hold on. Who's laughing at me? Who's laughing at me? Who thinks it's funny? Who thinks it's funny? Who thinks we can't win this game? Hands up who thinks we can't win this game? Hands up who thinks we can't win this game? Hands up. Tell me now. Tell me now because we'll go home. Right. No hands. No hands. I believe absolutely, completely can win this game. No question about it. No question about it. And you better start believing it too. Right? Do you hear me? Everybody's out here watching you, right? Everybody's out here watching you. They want to see you do well. They're going to be right in front of you cheering you on when you start scoring the goals. Now look at Chelsea. Listen to what I'm saying. If you don't think you can win, then we'll all go home now. Don't start laughing at me when I tell you you can win this, because you can! 
Because you can. If you try hard enough and really put the effort in. If it doesn't work out, we'll forget about it and we'll say we had a great run. But don't start laughing at me when I say you can win, because I fully believe you can win. Absolutely fully. 100%. No problem. We're going to go in the second half of the start. We are on the pig's back. And I fully believe you can win this game. But you have to start believing it too. Do you hear me? Yeah! Do you hear me? Yeah! Just believe in yourselves, girls. Don't mind about the goals and the points going over the bar. Because we are going to get started. We're going to get started in the second half. Don't mind about the first half. Listen to me. Don't mind. Yo, shush. Don't mind about the first half. The second, the real game starts now. We have the wins now. We have the wins now. Right? Yeah! A lot of people knock people from down this area, you know, but at the same time, you know, there are neat people. They have they have, have aims to, 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 to achieve and a lot of them, you know, against the odds succeed. So, uh, you know, I think if if the Gaelic players and the Gaelic the club and the school keep going the way they're going, that, you know, that they will do well. I will stay in Arthur. Get it into them. Don't turn your back on it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they have three goals. Well, they do win them two goals or three points. No, three goals. Two goals. Come on, tonight. Come on, get back on them. Blocker, blocker. What are you making them at, We're back in now, I think. You know, we need a couple of more goals. But uh, they're very good side. They're very good passing the ball and that, you know. So, we live in hope. The Breeze boy have a factor in it, you know. So. It's not the nice weather, is it? No, no. It's supposed to be quiff here. It's not doing me any good. Here's a go. Oh, off the bar. I know I've learned more from them than they've ever learned from me. And, the, you know, if they can understand that, then, you know, this area has a, a really, really bright future. Um, and Dublin has a bright future because these children really uh, are incredibly uh, powerful. But um, they need to be empowered and uh, that's a bigger question than a football team. Come here, come here, come here, come here. Right, what's it tell you at half time? I told you you were going to make a game of it, didn't I? I know what you did, you laughed at me. And I think you've only gone down by four points, you were 11 points down at half time. Right, you got three goals in the second half, and I told you, I told you that you got three goals in the second half, and you did. All right, now, you played a brilliant game there today. You were absolutely brilliant. Everybody out there says you were brilliant. Every out there says we're brilliant. I know you're disappointed. I know you're missing out in the final. Right? You had a final last year, but God, did you give a great display in the second half? You got three goals and two points in the second half, and you laughed at me at halftime. You thought you had any chance at all. So it's better time you start believing yourself. You can walk off that pitch today, having known that you did your best. You can walk off that pitch today with your head, heads held high, because you're playing. But what you play with today? What you play with? Pride. Don't mind. Come on. Don't mind with this. Come on. Don't be upset. What did you play with? Pride. What did you play with? Pride.